It is that time of the week when we visit with our friend Jamie Court. He is the president of Consumer Watchdog. Jamie Court is on top of two giant stories in the news. We're going to cover those with him. But check out Jamie Court and all his great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org. ConsumerWatchdog.org. Lots of great stuff there. Hey, Jamie, thanks for being back on the Norman Goldman Show. Oh, it's my pleasure, Norm. Well, Jamie, we do have two enormous stories. Top of the news stories. First one is Facebook. Just the other day, it was my understanding by Facebook's admission, 50 million Americans, 50 million people, mostly Americans, had had their personal data taken uh, wrongfully by a third party, ends up with, with Cambridge Analytica. Then yesterday we find out, no, it's more like 87 million. <laughs> and then towards the end of the day, Facebook puts out a little statement that still confuses me, basically saying, well, it's basically everybody. So, Jamie, Mark Zuckerberg, of course, the guy at the top of Facebook, he is Facebook. He is under a lot of pressure. Facebook is being investigated again by the Federal Trade Commission for potentially violating a settlement several years ago. Jamie, Consumer Watchdog, has been a leader, the leader, a giant leader on these issues of privacy and privacy protection and Facebook and all the leaks of our data. Jamie, what is this all about and what can be done about it? Well, look, this is, uh, I think, the most shocking and probably profound privacy breach we've ever had in America. And it's not just that, you know, it's 87 million plus Americans whose accounts have been uh, harvested for all sorts of information about their psychological profilings, their emotional states, how what we call psychographic data, you know, very, very personal, more so even than, you know, your spending habits or stories you, you, you frequent or, or, uh, or other information, this is really about you and your personality, and it's the commodification of the personality. It's not just that 87 million uh, Facebook users had that type of data basically leaked or breached or, or given. It was that it was given to a firm, Cambridge Analytica, that used it for research that could have uh, swayed the American uh, presidential election. So it was our most personal data that was used not just to be used in a predatory way in a marketplace, but to use in a predatory way in our democracy and could have put Donald Trump in the president's office in the White House, which, you know, in and of itself is shocking. And then uh, we learn that it's just a growing, growing scandal and there may be no end in sight to it. So I think that the nature of this breach, the fact that uh, our, our psychological profiles have been bought and sold and traded without our knowledge that there's no price or penalty Facebook's really going to pay because our laws don't require it ha have opened Americans' eyes and Congress's eyes. And Zuckerberg's going to go next week uh, before the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee on Tuesday and the House Energy and Commerce Committee on Wednesday. And I know at least our senator from California, Diane Feinstein, is going to have some tough questions. I think many senators are going to have some tough questions. We, uh, along with some of our colleagues in the uh, public interest community, along with uh, – a group called EPIC, the Center for Digital Democracy, Californians for Privacy, have asked that Facebook stop electioneering, stop giving to candidates, stop giving to for or against uh, ballot propositions, because a company with the power to sway an election, to throw an election, because it has this type of personal psychological data on us that it can allow uh, you know advertisers to have access to so that it would manipulate our opinions on, on our democracy, if, if you have a platform that can sway elections, you shouldn't be part 
of the election game. You got to get out of the game. And Zuckerberg said, I'm going to up the game. We think you should get out of the game. So I think a good first step is no more campaign contributions, no more electioneering. Uh, Facebook, for instance, has kicked in $200,000 against a ballot measure in California to expand our privacy rights so that we would be able to tell companies like Facebook they can't sell our data against our permission. We would be able to get from Facebook uh, at request information about what they do with our data, and then we would also be able to uh, sue the company uh, if there was a data breach and they were grossly negligent in the handling of the data. So it would have been directly applicable to this situation, and Facebook is one of four companies including Google, Verizon, and, and AT&T, opposed to this initiative. Well, you know, Facebook could very easily change the outcome of this initiative if it has psychographic data on us and can sway elections. So we think Facebook, as, as a baseline uh, point, has to get out of all elections, as well as fix its privacy problems and come on board with the type of privacy rights that that ballot measure and other proposals are putting forth. They, they really have to do an about-face if they don't want people to hashtag delete Facebook. Well, it's an interesting thing, Jamie, because you said in your statement here that this is like the biggest breach of personal data ever. And that's really saying something because just off the top of my head, we have the Equifax breach, right? Was a 60 million people plus. We had Target was breached, TJ Maxx and Marshalls, 45 million plus credit card numbers. I mean, we've had data breaches Anthem Blue Cross here in California was at 80 million customers or something, 80 million data records. I can't even keep track. So, Jamie, to say that this Facebook breach is the biggest ever is mind boggling just all by itself. And I just wanted to flag that because, I, you know, that to me is just a, a, an issue all by itself. But also well, it, it also was personal. You know, it wasn't just uh, our medical records, certainly personal. Our Social Security numbers are personal. Our credit card data is personal. But this was our psychological profile, our psychographic profiles. I don't know that there's ever been a company that's amassed this type of data on Americans, let alone had that, you know, that collection of data breached, which is the danger anytime you put all that information in one place is that it, it's going to be, it, it can get out of the confines of the walls it's put in, even if you trust those walls. Well, Jamie, this is, this is a clip. I want to play you a clip from yesterday's show. Krista got this clip from a guy named Roger Chung at CNET, and, and, and this is what Facebook is going to be doing. And you were just talking a moment ago about this is personal. Wait until people start getting these things. Hang on a sec. Facebook will start notifying people on April 9th, basically to tell them if their data had been co-opted by Cambridge Analytica. That's a guy named Roger Chung from CNET, and that's a, a big tech magazine. So, Jamie... Millions and millions and dozens of millions of us are going to start getting notices starting in a, a next week from Facebook saying your data has been breached. You talk about it being personal. How are people going to react to that? And what's the remedy? You know, well, there is no remedy, unfortunately, uh, because under our current laws, Facebook's largely immune uh, from any liability for whatever it collects, uh, as long as it doesn't violate its own privacy policies. If it tells you it's not going to collect psychographic data, and it does, if it tells you it's not going to give psychographic data to Cambridge Analytica, and it does, then it could be uh, on the wrong side of the FTC. But we don't have any personal rights of action that we can hold Facebook accountable through. Even the FTC action, we had written along with Epic uh, that, and a few other groups that um, 
that we thought Facebook had violated a consent decree in a couple of different ways that it had signed uh, previously. And it may have violated that consent decree with the FTC, but again, it's going to pay a small fine and there'll be a new consent decree. This is not going to cost this company the billions and tens of billions of dollars it's made off this data. It's going to, it's not going to be a, a punishment commensurate with the crime. Um, Facebook needs to be regulated. There's no question. And it needs to be regulated uh, through our ballot measure in California if it qualifies for the ballot. It needs to be regulated through, uh, you know, I think some significant action by Congress. But our laws currently are not equipped to deal with uh, punishing a company of this size for this type of violation. We're talking to our friend Jamie Court. I sure hope you recognize his voice. Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, is full-throated at ConsumerWatchdog.org. Check out Jamie Court, who's the president, and all of his great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org because they are doing a fantastic job on our behalf. And since the government isn't, we need great people like Consumer Watchdog. And Jamie, speaking of the government being out of business, the consumer business has an ally from time to time in the media, depending upon the media outlet. Let's not talk Fox and Sinclair, but the New York Times this Sunday, April the 1st, and this is no April Fool's joke, the New York Times on the front page, Sunday New York Times, April 1st, Consumer Watchdog right there. Jamie, you and Consumer Watchdog, it's about Alexa. And since we're talking Facebook and we're talking, Jamie, you called it surveillance. I mean, it's all surveillance. Uh, Alexa is listening to us. And Jamie, we've talked about this before, but congratulations on being on the front page of the New York Times. What was that about? Thanks. That was all about Alexa having a... Uh as does Google, a, a, a patent that says it can listen to our information uh, even when we're wanting it to be quiet in our homes. We're telling it, don't listen, Alexa, don't listen, Echo, don't listen, uh, which, is the Google, which is, you know, Google Home, and yet they're listening, and they're listening for trigger words. They're listening to the activities of our children. They're listening to how often our toilets flush. They're listening to information that's profoundly private. The applications for the patents show it, but Amazon and Google have said, oh, we haven't turned those functions on yet. The New York Times did a, an interesting profile of those patents and of our study that basically showed this is all possible. Uh, it's something the companies want to do, something the companies want to make money doing. It's something the companies have yet to do, but according to their own spokespeople, but we have no real information of whether that's true or false, only the words of the companies. And that's a problem, I think. The capability is there, right? The capability is there or, and or they're about to have the capability to, to do all the listening with trigger words, even if we say don't listen, but they just haven't turned it on yet. Is that where we are, Jamie? We just have to trust them to not turn these functions on? Exactly. That's what, that's what they allege. But the truth is we don't know and we will never know until the government uh, regulates these companies and we find out that's when we'll know. So basically, if I if I have Alexa in my home, and I don't, but if I have Alexa in my home, uh, and I, I'm supposedly able to tell Alexa, don't listen until I tell you to listen, but it, it, it's going to disregard that? Am I understanding this right? Alexa, Alexa uh, is supposed to only listen when you tell it to listen. But according to the patents, there, there are trigger words that you do not use for restaurants, for wine country, for opportunities to advertise you that it listens for. And it's patenting the right to market you based on those opportunities, regardless of whether you use the hot words to turn Alexa on or not. Wow. 
Now that's really quite a thing. So basically, Alexa is spying on us. It's going to listen for words that are marketable words. Exactly, surveillance and home home invasion, and, and added to the threat we see with Facebook, it's something that requires a federal regulatory response. Otherwise, we're going to have more and more uh, of the technology advancing, more and more of the buttons turned on, more and more of the spying. It needs to be dealt with on a global basis, either through the ballot measure we've talked about in California uh, and through federal legislation to protect all Americans. Wow. We have been talking with our friend Jamie Court. By all means, go to consumerwatchdog.org. You'll find the article on the, from the New York Times on Alexa. I will have it up on social media for you to see as well. But do check out consumerwatchdog.org and our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, is the president of consumerwatchdog.org. They're doing a heck of a job, and their website has just been redesigned, and there's lots of great consumer stuff at consumerwatchdog.org. Jamie, the time is always against us, but I really appreciate you you taking the time to visit with us and bring up these enormously important issues. Facebook and Alexa and all, it's all surveillance, Jamie. Thanks so much for being part of the Norman Goldman Show. Thank you, Norm. Appreciate it.